Welcome back to episode number 227 of the Dust Safety Science Podcast. This is the podcast for building a global community around process safety and industries handling combustible dust. I'm your show host, Dr. Chris Cloney. Today's episode, we are doing a safety share and a review of a flash fire during a furnace blowdown activity at a site. So these safety share episodes are quicker episodes. They're generally covering safety shares uh, that are released through the community, through different groups that we follow that are relevant to industries handling combustible dust. We've done a number of these, including explosion at a wood pellet receiving port, a wood hogger fire and deflagrations at sawmills, questions like can combustible dust explode in a freezer, controlling the hazard is not removing the hazard, and testing of high speed of board gates. We want to get access to the previous episodes of those safety shares. We'll have links to all those in the show notes for this episode at dustsafetyscience.com slash 227. In today's episode, again, we're covering a safety share of a flash fire during a furnace blowdown activity. This is based on a manufacturing safety alert, which was recently released through the BC Forest Safety Council and through the Manufacturing Advisory Group in British Columbia. These groups release every, I'd say every month on at least these safety shares to industry, which includes things like failures to do lockout tagout, falls from height, forklift incident, working at height issues, dropping of heavy masses on site. And occasionally you'll see combustible dust fire and explosion incidents reported in there as well. It's a really nice system for the community and the workers and the sites in British Columbia to be able to report anonymously out to their competitors, to other folks who work in the same industry to try to avoid these same incidents happening at other sites as well. So I really applaud those efforts. I'd sincerely encourage you to go to bc4safe.org and sign up for these manufacturing safety alerts. They're tremendously valuable in this case. And in many cases, they have images and photos and they're really good to use to um, educate your team, educate the folks that you're working with on the type of hazards that can come up as well. And so in the case reported here, uh, we will include a link to the manufacturing safety alert. Again, there's some photographs in there about this furnace and this fuel metering bin that's above the furnace and the ledges that were being cleaned and attempted to be cleaned during this work activity as well. So the incident itself happened, it says day two after the furnace was burned out. It's unclear if this just means, uh, I'm not that familiar with the terminology, but that there was a issue in the furnace and that there was an active fire or something going on there and that it had to be cleaned out. Or if this is just normal shutdown and running of the furnace site itself. Uh, I'm not really clear about that from just reading the, the headline here. But regardless, at the time of the cleanout, there was smoldering down in the furnace. And this was about eight feet away from the access hatch and the, the ledge that the employee was cleaning at the time of the incident. So I'm going to actually read through the description of the event as mentioned in the manufacturing safety alert. It says an employee was instructed to clean out the ledges in the fuel metering bin overflow door. He opened the latch door and found the ledges covered in hog fuel but free of sparks. The material in the bottom of the metering screw approximately eight feet down was smoldering. It doesn't say if he knew it was smoldering or not. Um, just says that the, the eight feet down, the material was smoldering. The employee used a short air wand while standing over the hatch and blew down the ledges. While blowing down the ledge, a flash ignition occurred and blew a large amount of burning material into their face. The flash was a quick burst and left superficial singes on face, ears, neck, and hair. It did not burn his gloves, coveralls, hard hat, or glasses. The employee was seen at the hospital and returned with no restrictions. So it sounds like, fortunately, uh, there was no major 
Concerns no major injury caused by this open air deflagration, but this flash fire on top of this bin. That just gives you an idea of the process that happened, which certainly could have caused a much more severe injuries to the employee that was doing the cleaning as well. So they make a couple suggested actions in this document after describing the incident here. And again, they do have a couple of pictures. They show this bin overflow hatch. They show the ledge. It's kind of hard to tell in the picture here, but the ledge, I guess, had hog fuel on it where he was trying to clean out. And then they do show the view onto the ledge directly after the incident. So you see uh, sparks and, and fire up at the close to the top of the metering bin that um, suppose was ignited from the smoldering that was eight feet down, it says. So the suggested actions in the safety share include building a procedure for cleaning off the ledges, using a scraper tool to scrape the ledges instead of using air, and ensuring that the scraper tool is a long handle so employees can stand away from the hatch. When using an air wand near the hatch, so I guess not to clean up the hatch, but anywhere near it, a face shield should be required. And you could probably extend this to say PP in general when trying to do this activity, especially if they're smoldering inside of the furnace. That might be a good idea, but that's not stated here. Wait until the furnace has died down or before the material in the screw has been pushed through to do the job. And if doing the job after the furnace is burned out, use a water hose to lightly mist the area first. And then it says the most important takeaway is that flash fires are dangerous and cause significant injury. Provide all employees with education and training on flash fires, how they occur, and how to minimize the potential for flash fires, which I think is a really important point. I'd say with an addition to these safe suggested actions, they make a good set of descriptions, but there's probably more to kind of consider in this case as well. And again, it's hard to tell if this was an upset condition or just something that's typically done when the furnace is shut off. If it's something that's typically done when the furnace is shut off then and done frequently, then some of these things like scraper tools and, and that might make a lot of sense. Certainly the suggestion to add PPE is probably a really good one as well. This is something that's done less infrequently or done because of, you know, an issue that's happened in the furnace that's caused it to be shut down in an emergent manner. I, I mean, there's really needs to be a full assessment of what's going on there before an employee is cleaning any material out to see what kind of hazards might come up. So it's really important to one, like they say, provide that education training to know that, to recognize that there's a hazard there. And then also have some more steps into how to assess that hazard and come to maybe a less prescriptive judgment of what to do. Because even using a scraper tool to scrape off the ledge in an emergency situation could be a pretty dangerous activity and might not necessarily be a good idea. So that is it for just the quick review of this manufacturing safety alert. Again, these are really just to get this information out there. We get them an email and I want to get through the podcast to everyone around the world that might be working in a site that has the similar material has a similar type of incident or accident that could happen or near miss that they might see, in which case you should go download the PDF of this, print it out and show it to your clients as well or, or at the sites that you're working with. In conclusion, we have reviewed this incident, which was a flash ignition in a fuel metering bin uh, over top of or the overflow hatch of a fuel metering bin over top of a furnace. And one thing we didn't cover here, but it's probably worthwhile mentioning is if you look at NFPA 652, Section 8.4.2.6, and that's the section around compressed air blowdown. They have a number of requirements before you can use compressed air. This includes using other cleaning methods first. The dust must be below the MEC threshold, so the, the thickness of the dust must be such that it can't create a, a flash fire atmosphere. Uh, and all ignition sources or hot surfaces must be removed prior to using air blowdown, which I think all three of these probably suggest that this should not be used 
during cleaning of, of anything on or inside or near a furnace situation, um, unless that furnace has no smoldering activity going on or no, uh, no active fire activity going on, really probably indicates that MFA 652 would not allow compressed air as a cleaning method for this type of operation, which is sort of what they're saying in the suggested actions as well. But I just go want to make a point here that if you were looking at compliant activities, I don't think the compressed air blowdown would be compliant in, around, or near an active furnace or furnace with smoldering combustion in it. So that's it for this episode. Again, I really appreciate the work that BC4 Safety Council does in putting these together and the Manufacturing Advisory Group. And even more so, a thousand times more so, the industries and sites that are allowing them to share this material anonymously out in the safety alerts. Tremendously valuable. I'm pretty sure that there's a good chance that this is going to save somebody else from getting flash fire in the face, which certainly is not pleasant and could be very, very dangerous under other circumstances as well. So there's a really good chance that this is going to stop somebody in British Columbia from making a similar mistake and to have a similar challenge. I'm hoping that sharing it here on the podcast may also stop somebody somewhere else in the world from having this sort of issue come up as well. So if you have any comments, any feedback, you can send me an email at chris at dustsafetyscience.com or reach out to BC4 Safety Council, go to their website and sign up for notifications when you, these safety alerts come out. Another not of a safe and productive week ahead. I appreciate everything you're doing and she's handling combustible dust and safer at the work they're doing with there every day. We appreciate it. 